be proud of your roots. In this special episode, we are happy to announce our first guest, an inspirational Chicana and a sister to us. So stay tuned. Welcome back to Through My Glasses, where your dreams come true. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's up? What's up, everyone? You guys already know how we start our beautiful podcast with an inspirational quote. And today, Mm -hmm. it's going to be provided by our Michelle. It's called The Daily Stoic 366 Meditations. Remind yourself of what it it is in your control and what's not in your control. Remind yourself to focus on the former and not the latter, guys. Before lunch... Before dinner, remind yourself that the only thing you truly possess is your ability to make choices and to use reason and judgment when doing so. This is the only thing that can never be taken from you completely. In the, in the afternoon, remind yourself that aside from the choices you make, your fate is not entirely up to you. The world is spinning and we spin along with it, whichever direction, good or bad. And you, you guys know this. In the evening, remind yourself again how much is outside of your control and where your choices begin and end. As you lie in bed, remember that sleep is a form of surrender and trust in how easily it comes. Prepare to start the whole cycle over again tomorrow. You guys got this. Wow. And you guys already know what I say. Let that sink in and let that uh, use that in your daily life. Wow, that was a great quote, Michelle. It was. Okay. All right, girl. And with that said, how you been, girl? I've been good. I'm good, good, good. Chilling, chilling. Just here, you know. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay. Um, It's Friday. And with that said, you get the craziness, you know, the end of the week vibes. I am feeling it. I am done with this week and I am good. I am excited to get home and pop out a bottle of wine. Work on your homework. Cause work I heard, on my homework. I heard you started school this weekend. I did. I did. Yeah. When I kept saying weekend, I mean week. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday, you know, we does it every day feels kind of like a weekend to be honest with this pandemic. I'm but, fried. Yeah school was good um i started this week and you finished school i think or you're about to finish school soon right no i'm actually gonna start school um next week oh really i am are you excited for that i am excited just because i'm gonna get i'm gonna dive into what i'm actually studying okay so there's a bunch of stuff coming my way i don't want to say but um you guys eventually will know sometime you know not yet everything is it's working in the works behind the scenes mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. keep it that way so uh what do you think about today's event not today's events but the events of trump getting <clears throat> you know oh, like impeached twice impeached twice the um, first president ever to to do that is that true really it is true well what well, my feelings are I mean, I can just say I'm happy for it. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, being, I think everyone is. I know, right? Being as an outsider, seeing everything he has done, bad thing he has done to the country. So, you know, I'm kind of glad that he's getting out of office and not doing any more damage that he already has done. Of course. Um, 
but it's crazy getting impeached twice i mean i really hope um they try to impeach him before the january 20th but with everything going who knows and who knows what he's gonna do next you know after the Cap- Capitol Hill riot, oh, who knows who's going to do next or on terrible. the day of. Michelle brought me an apple, you guys, and I'm so tempted to do- just take a bite. <laughs> I don't want to do it. There's How do you like my look today? Which one? You look very beautiful. I love the eyeshadow. It's my it's my Chicano look today because you guys already know the spokes. You guys already know the spokes. So um, since... We are talking about how we've been. I've actually, as you guys may know, that I started a new, um, what is it called? What is it called? I started watching The Vampire's Diaries. And guess really? what I did? Is that something you've been binge watching lately? Yes. I watch it every day, like at least four episodes. Because it's, I really like it, you guys. I feel like that show inspires, wow, here. Yeah, inspires my witchiness. <laughs> I'm a witch. <laughs> So you like that kind of stuff? I, I liked it. Um, I like it so far, but I did something terrible. What'd you do? Um, I actually Googled the finale. So you just spoiled it for yourself. I spoiled it. Why would you do that? <laughs> I wanted to know if Elena really stays with Stefan. And, well, I'm not going to say anymore because I am not those kind of a people, a.k.a. I am. I'm sure so a lot of people out there have seen this show. Yeah, but my sister hasn't, and oh. I know she's going to hear this because I keep telling her to hear our podcast. By the way, I am so happy to announce that we have brand new listeners and followers. We do? And we oh do. Yes, I am so happy. Um, That's so amazing. I really hope that number grows. That, yeah, <laughs> thank you those guys number. for listening to us. Really. Yes, thank you. And I want to give a huge shout out to people in Mexico because they are now... Um, Added to our region list, Mexico is now listening to oh, us. Shit. Yes. Oh shit! Wait, Say so it. you're saying that we're gonna be across the border now? Yeah, we're <laughs> across the freaking border, y'all. Well, there you go. Yes, this, I'm gonna take a bite. Ah. This, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's this awesome. Happen. I'm I'm very I'm very happy, <laughs> and oh my god, I'm smacking. <laughs> and when I saw that, I was like, wow. I'm happy. You are? Because we're just staying in the United States and now that we're crossing the border. Now that we're expanding a little bit to more listeners out there, Mm -hmm. we definitely get to bring our thoughts and our opinions, our voices to a farther audience. And that's so exciting for us that we're starting off that way. Exactly. So Mexico, I mean, that's awesome to start with. That's dope. Are you kidding me? Por que no? (laughs) That's hella dope. And I'm so happy. Thank you guys so much (laughs) for doing that. Oh, and I also saw that we're reaching people of ages 18 to 30. So people who are 30, 30 year olds. Well, you know what? 30 is not that old. That's really young, to be honest, because, I mean, it's really young. At 30, it's a funny thing. Now that we're getting us, now that we're getting older into our late 20s. Me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> being at that age is not—it's not old. We are so young. We we still have so much ahead of ourselves. We have so much to, to learn. To learn exactly. I think until the day we die, we still have enough to learn. Wow. Hey, my husband's actually talking to us. Say hi, husband. Hi, husband. <laughs> Send you a text message. He did. He really did. 
all right guys that was a little mini recap on how we feel how we are you know michelle eating the banana and karina's eating the apple so now we're diving into what we're talking today what we're speaking about today and today we're speaking about what michelle about chicanos yeah chicanos but first we're gonna give you a little mini definition of what latin x is chicano mexicans and all that so we had a little tiny homework over the weekend and how uh we can provide a definition for our listeners and our new listeners and what these definitions or what these words really mean so my definitions were Chicano and Latinx, and then Michelle had her definitions on two other words that were his Hispanic and Mexican. Take that away, honey. All right. So for the Hispanic origin, it can be viewed as as always a heritage, as a nationality or a lineage, um, especially in the country of the birth of the person or the parents or the person's parents or ancestors before arriving into the United States or in general. Uh, people who, who are identified as Hispanic or Latino, um, um, basically. So if, as an example, if like me and you, we were born and raised here, our parents are from Mexico and they're Mexican descendants, and we have Mexican descendants as well, so we are considered Hispanic or Latino heritage. Um, that is basically what it means, and we can definitely go into more in-depth with that. Um, as the race and Hispanic region are two separate concepts in, in the federal statistical system, people who are Hispanic may be of any race, but people who in each race group may be either Hispanic or not Hispanic. <clears throat> so each person has two, t- has two attributes in their race or races, and whether or not they're, they're Hispanic. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. My definition. I got ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> So the definitions that I have for you guys today is actually uh, Chicano and Latinx. Um, Chicano is actually an American of Mexican origin or descent. And then Latinx is a person of Latin American origin or descent. You know, even though these are two different definitions, they all play a role. And I feel like they're somehow connected to us especially and to other people that you know are latinos chicanos and mexicanos and you already know guatamelanos and stuff like that you know i think that's true yeah um all i have to say is i love my roots i love being chicana i love expressing my chicanoness if that's even a word and today we have like a special special treat for our listeners a little writers passing by talking about Chicano. Hey. <laughs> so talk about good timing. Talk about good timing, right? Um, so today we're gonna dive in into what Chicano or Chicana really means, because because why not? You know what I mean? Because you know it's it's something that we always have to discuss and and since we stay true to our roots and we want to show america that it, to explore not only different cultures but this culture as well and, and to be proud of being chicano and have chicano neighbors and friends and family and really be proud of that culture so it's good to always talk about it it's good to express it the way that we express it and to have the opportunity and space to talk about it as well 
that is correct michelle i totally agree on what you were saying um p.s very sorry about the you know background noises we got a lot of kids here uh babysitting i guess <laughs> but what i have to say about about all this chicano and chicana um on the topic of thing it. and the topic of it is um you know when we go to mexico we're considered as americans and for me i'm like okay i was uh, i grew up in a mexican household my culture is mexican you know but when we come to the united states we're considered mexicans and and, and you know and we're like okay i'm kind of confused what am i and this is how we define ourselves chicanos because we're Mexican Americans, and like I said, we have a we have a treat. We have a a special person, and she's gonna define a little bit more about what Chicano is. And then my audience, we have a special guest, which is a sister to us. Oh, Vanessa, Vanessa Mason. Hey, <laughs> Vanessa Mason. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> How are you today? I'm, I'm doing okay. It's It's been a, this whole year has been an interesting year. And I'm, I'm, I guess maybe we're talking 2020 and the beginning of 2021 has been interesting for me as well. Um, but I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm staying in gratitude. That's Yay. where I'm going to stay. But that's I'm doing very well. And that's what counts. That's what counts. Yeah. I'm really glad to hear that. Me too. Um, how do we meet you? Do you remember? Yeah, so last year in around... Do we all remember? I remember because I remember that Vanessa was giving an inspirational poem and she like caught my eye and I was like, oh my God, I want to definitely meet her and want to be just like her because I, I have the same passion <laughs> about being Chicana just like you. But I feel like you're very inspirational to everyone, and you inspire a lot of people. You do. You touch a lot of people with um, with what you what you create with your own words, you know, with your poems and everything else, and your inspirations and your motivational words all the time. It really does hit a lot of people. And that day, you got everyone with an open mouth. They were just in awe of this person and how moving she was. I mean, as moving as you are, really. And till this day, you know. Even on your Instagram, you always inspire a Hell lot of yeah. people with everyday motivational words. And those posts are super helpful in times of needs. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> this is amazing. But, yeah. So, um, we, we did meet last year. And we started doing that. And we posted the same day. So, and you protested yeah. in heels. So, props Hell to you. Yeah. You protested in heels. That was a real woman. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I I just 
all of that went away. Yeah. All of those nerves went away. Um, and the emotions of, and the purpose of the words that I was saying is what kept, what came through uh, in that particular moment. And that's, um, it was incredible. That was an incredible experience. And it, it I mean, <laughs> it introduced me to you. Yeah, you look good too. I like that green shirt. It opened shirt. <laughs> so many doors and gave me the opportunity to meet some incredible people. So definitely, that, yeah. and that's really amazing. <laughs> I'm glad that you saw it that way too for yourself too. You know, having being that being that your first time being like in the public eye and speaking from your heart like that and to a lot of people. So I bet that was very tough. But I know when you finished it, it was something like you wanted to do since forever, and it was amazing to feel. I, I bet that feeling was very 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 astonishing and we were happy to be at the end of it and hearing that too um, very dope but and that's really awesome but yeah that was that day was very very hot um it was good so i actually want our listeners to know who is vanessa if you can provide us a little Ooh. bit about you who is vanessa well yeah karina is more of the fallacious character in this <laughs> podcast <laughs> No, you have you have a big personality, which is one of the reasons I love you so much. Um, oh my God. <laughs> let's see, who is, who is Vanessa? Well, um, it's always a hard question. Uh, born and raised here in San Diego, so I am a native. Um, my I am half Mexican and I'm half white. My father is white and my mom is Mexican. Um, and growing up. Uh, I wasn't taught Spanish. It was not a language that was spoken in my household. And I didn't really, I didn't really get like, like I, I grew up with my grandmother who only speaks Spanish. She speaks no English. So growing up, it was difficult for us to communicate because I could understand her because I can understand Spanish, but speaking it is difficult for me. And the only way that I was able to bond with my grandmother was in the kitchen, wow. cooking with her. Really? And that was, um, yeah, and that was uh, beautiful for me because I, I didn't realize it, but I was gaining so much of my culture right there in that moment. I was, I was bonding with my grandmother and I was learning how to cook all of the traditional meals that my grandmother would cook. That's amazing. And, you know, yeah. And as you, as you know, food is very important in the <laughs> yes, Mexican or, or Chicano, Chicana uh, culture. Tongue. It's Definitely. a very big part of our culture. Definitely. Uh, tamales, you know. It's one of the best parts of our culture. Everything. Pozole, tamales, everything. I learned how to cook everything. Um, and... But growing up, you know, on the outside, uh, looking like I look and not being able to be confident with my Spanish Mm -hmm. was, um, I felt very ashamed and very embarrassed. And I tried to learn. I tried. I still, I try. But there's, there's something in my mind. I think it's, um, holds you back or something. When I try to speak Spanish and I feel like I don't sound correct. I get in my head too much, and then I just get too nervous. Right. Um, it it wasn't until um, it probably wasn't until I started to go to college that I started to when I started to choose my own classes. Um, 
I was able to choose uh, a Chicano history class and a literature class. Oh, wow. Nice. Because I was very interested to learn more about that. Yes. And, and from there, it's kind of where everything, everything kind of blossomed. I started to read a lot more literature, a lot more books. I did research because this was one of the ways that I was able to get more in touch with my culture. Mm-hmm. Um, because for a while growing up, I kind of felt like I was an outsider. Okay. Um, because I, I didn't grow up with with the... Um, we never had a, a, a... You know, for the Los Muertos, we never had that. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, you know, like when I was with, growing with the Mexican culture no, and all that stuff. Yeah, so that, was, that was all... You know, I didn't really have that. But, you know, now that I am older and I have my own child... He speaks Spanish. He understands Spanish. Wow. And that's very good on your he, part, too. Yeah, it's important. It's important. And, you know, as you learn about the Chicano culture, you learn that there's, like, a, a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. There's the spectrum of Chicano culture, and there's people who assimilate, like, a, an assimilation spectrum, I guess you could say. Yeah. And a lot of people felt like they had to assimilate in order to, to thrive and to survive, not thrive, to survive yeah. in the United States. They had to stop speaking Spanish. They wouldn't teach their kids, um, you know. And when I started to learn more about what Chicana is, is when I started to feel like this is who I am. Definitely. And it gave me such pride and something tangible for me to hold on to because I didn't feel like, oh, well, you know, you can't speak Spanish, so then you're not, you know, you don't have as much worth. Wow. You know? And the, the more that I learned, um, about that culture, the more I learned about myself, mm-hmm. and and today that is very much who I am today. Very proud of my culture, proud of of all the tremendous resilience that is woven through our history. Yes, definitely. And when you have the, yeah, you have the ability to learn about uh, how hard it was for people back then and how they still persevered and they were able to get through that then it kind of gives you a perspective of okay well I gotta carry that torch yeah. I want to keep moving that forward I want to see us do better um so that in a nutshell you know is 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 me just really passionate and I I, I love my culture I am in love with my culture it is beautiful i'm so i I consider myself so lucky (laughs) yeah to be born with the blood that i have it's just i i know that i know that you understand what i'm saying it's It's powerful it's super powerful yeah when you see it and the more you learn about it the more you learn about the significance of everything that our culture is it just makes you feel like nothing can stop exactly it's 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 just our, our culture is incredible and I'm not I'm not trying to say my culture is better than nobody else's because that's <laughs> not the vibe that I grow ever because I love the fact that our culture is a culture that is made up of other cultures as well so um but that's a whole another topic definitely but, um, <laughs> ultimately, ultimately <laughs> um I am a student for life I will continue learning for the rest of my life, and I am deeply driven by my roots. That's what 
that's where I draw my strength from. Wow. And that's really amazing. That what That's what brought us to you, too. I mean, that's what keeps bringing us back to you, too, because of how entwined you are with, your, with the Chicano culture and how you get to express that not only within yourself, your family, um, but your followers. So you, you also give that back to the public, to the community, and you teach younglings and people who learn different things or who thought they had the right thing to do about the Chicano culture, but you teach him wrong. I mean, you teach him right in the sense wrong. that... <laughs> I apologize. Teach him right in the sense that, you know, things are changing and also that people should know more about the Chicano culture and how beautiful it really is when you go really in-depth with it and within mm. yourself too, especially be heavy, have roots within, you know, a Mexican roots. All I have to say is that your introduction gave me some chills and I wanted to cry. <laughs> that was so cool. Thank you so much. I actually have a great question Definitely. now. Um, that's, how, that's how I feel. And... Yeah. And that, and that's really awesome. So now that... Um, that was a great introduction and now we know how you stand in the um chicano and chicana culture um i know that racism does play a huge role here in the united states so that leads up to my question is that what is a chicano or chicana really mean to you here in the united states i mean for me and uh Obviously, this is just my opinion, so a lot of a lot of people could definitely disagree. Uh, for me, it is just another testament to our resilience as a people. Uh, Chicano culture, if for you know folks that don't understand what that really is, um, and a, a simple a, a simple definition would that basically be someone who is Mexican who lives in the United States or is of Mexican descent and lives in the United States, um, and it's. To a, to a degree, yes, there is assimilation there for survival. Um, but the Chicano culture is, is the ability to transverse two different worlds. You know? you know, when you come home to your abuela's house, it's very Mexican. You know, everything. There's Spanish, there's novelas on the TV, there's mm -hmm. always a pot of, you know, rice and beans on the stove. There's, you know, you may or may not get a chanka thrown at you like we make fun of those things but those like that's it that's our that's our it's like our home base mm -hmm. and when we're out in the world we have to we have to wear different hats everyone yeah. has yeah. to do this but we have to uh, you know we had to we had to find a way to survive chicano culture i think is about survival mm -hmm. and about um and everyone has their own perspective of it because we are our own individuals. But essentially, I would say that the, the biggest thing is is the desire to survive. And everyone had their own things that they had to do to make that to make that happen. Um, I know a lot of people will say, "Oh, Chicano culture is like gang banging culture," you know, like cholos mm -hmm. and whatnot. But um, that's a part of it. And I'm not, I'm not, like, I have that in my family, too. It's a part of it, but it's not all of it, you know? It's, uh, it's really, uh... But it's what a, like, a lot of, a lot of I'm people, like, my words. it's what a lot of people but, like to focus um, on. 
I think it's a, it's a, it's a misunderstood culture. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people just kind of uh, boil it down to gangbangers in East Los Angeles or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And that's part of it. No, oh, it is. It's part of it. Well, I know. <laughs> there's nothing to be ashamed of. No, nothing. You know the of why that started. Yep. If you know, if you the, see the, the beautiful thing, more history you understand, the more you stop hating on people. Mm-hmm. Because if if people understood why gangs started to begin with, then they wouldn't, you know, like they started to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why they started. Yeah. And it evolved from there, but it started to protect their neighborhoods. Um, but that's a whole different story too. I won't go up in that. But I guess, see, I always have these long ass winded uh, answers for you. Yeah, <laughs> we love it. <laughs> We need we need Keep full explanation. Mm, you know, the longer the sock, the diner the fool. You know, <laughs> um, it's about and embracing embracing the best parts of you, and hopefully, hopefully, there's a path for every Chicano that leads them back to their to their roots, to and their it, history. And there really is, and I think that there there's already is for everybody. It's just like you said, everyone has a different journey, and until we meet the end of the journey, uh, until we meet finally uh, our paths. We get to really find who we are and our, you know, our roots and everything, and that's when we really get to dig, dig deep into our cultures, definitely. Exactly. Um, yeah. People should really, like, you know, have time to do that and really focus on that. Yeah. So the questions that I was gonna, um, the other question that I was gonna, you know, say to you, you already answered it. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and. I want to know who you admire, a Chicano that you admire a lot. It has to be, whether it's like, you know, he or she is dead or he or she is still standing. I just want to know who is very inspirational to you. Well, that's an interesting question. It's a good one. Uh, And it's going to touch on the fact that growing up, I didn't really have a whole lot of of people to look up to. And the only person that I had to look up to that looked like me is your background right there, which would be Selena. Hey. Um, like she was Selena. 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 That's how she liked it pronounced. Selena. <laughs> she was the only, for me, uh, she was the only woman who looked like me, who I could identify with. And um, she was she was beautiful. She was she she was Chicana. She would stumble over her Spanish, and the, but she was still like she would persevere. Yeah, and um, not giving a shit. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she wasn't she was unbothered, mm-hmm. and she's just just she's an she's an idol. Like mm-hmm. she's so beautiful, and she was so vibrant, and she was so talented, and she was so dedicated to her art, Definitely. which is one of the things that I admire about her the most is that she loved her art and she dedicated every breath of her to her art and yeah. as an artist and my art form is different i write but it's still it's still something that is to be admired when you can see someone who just pulls from from different um like from flamenco dancers just so how she could you know learn how to move on the stage and everything so um that would be that would be my my one person that i could say i've i've really uh, admired and, and wow <laughs> the uh, best person to really to look, exactly. to look up to i mean 
I couldn't agree more. Because I think a lot of people, <laughs> especially Karina, um, I think a lot of a lot of women, I think, who look like us, you know, growing up like you did too, probably had the same similarity as well. You know, seeing this idol and who she was and how she brought herself to the world as a Chicana, you know, and learning Spanish as a second language, even though she had it from Mexican descendants. It's truly yeah. astonishing, you know. Um, until uh-huh. this day, she remains an idol. She still remains that person that hell yeah that shows integrity and love and compassion and everything she 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 really was. Um, so that's awesome that you actually that was one of the you know the people that you really looked up to, especially you know growing up, you know, growing up is hard with everything. So yeah, so that's really awesome. That is extremely awesome, and um, I'm gonna cry because I love Selena. Hey. She's actually really crying right now. <laughs> crying so much. She's crying tears. <laughs> so I kind of want to hear a lot of your poems because I know a lot of people have listened to your poems and yeah, they have and shared it, and it's huge in social media. Yeah, we wanna. We're just so grateful and honored to just be able to have you here with us. I mean over zoom since you know we're in we're in a pandemic right now and we are social distancing um so we're following your rules yes, but we, we are just so excited to have you here and to not only see you again but hear you and give you the space to give our listeners to give the future listeners of this podcast and to the world um your touching words and what you always work on you know your passion and we're just so excited to give you that kind of space and to hear you again and, and hear those wonderful words you know Thank we you. Love you. We love you. Oh, I love you too. I love you more. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, um, I guess I can I can recite a poem for you, and you you have heard it before. But the reason why I'm I'm choosing to go with this particular poem is based off of your last question, and your last question, you know, was which Chicana I looked up to, and so I wrote a poem titled Little Brown Girl. And I wanted to explain, before I recite it, I wanted to explain why I wrote that. And the the reason why I wrote Little Brown Girl Mm -hmm. was kind of an, uh, it was kind of writing it to myself as a little brown girl, as a little girl who, you know, didn't have, there was lack of representation and, you know, even within our culture, um, I had, um, like, for example, I had cousins that were, like, really, really, really light-skinned, yeah. really light eyes and blonde hair. And they're treated different than, than I was. Of course. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that dark, but compared to her, you know, I was much darker. And I guess I just wanted to write something to, uh, to share with either current little girls right now or women who still have that inner child who didn't feel like they were beautiful or didn't feel like they really had um something that celebrated them so that was that was the whole um that was the whole feel behind why i wrote this and that's really and you'll have to yeah you'll have to forgive me i'll try to uh do this from memory but today my memory is not the best. <laughs> so but I'll go ahead and I'll 
go ahead and start. Yeah, we'll give you your time. Okay. Take your time, girl. <laughs> so it is titled Little Brown Girl. Little Brown Girl. Skin kissed bronze by the sun. Hair as dark as the night sky. Eyes del mismo color de chocolate. Upon your forehead, a nopal. Sangre, rich with the history of your ancestors. Your lineage, sustained by resilience. Do you not know your power? Step into it. Remember, the wisdom of Mother Earth is yours. It lives within, it slumbers. Awaken, rise, little brown girl, chapara magica. Do not be afraid, you are never alone. Know yourself and you will know peace. Know your truth and you will discover more clearly your path. Little brown girl, your destiny is abundant, purposeful. You are loved, you are blessed. Carry this with you always, little brown girl. So that was, um, that this poem was probably, I've been writing for a long time and this poem is probably um, the fourth of one of my newest poems that I've been writing. Um, and when I put it out there for people to listen to it, um, I had so many women thank me or express emotions about it. Um, so many women wanted to share it with their grandchild. Um, or they, they thanked me, they, they said that they felt like it was talking to their inner child. And of course, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was beautiful, you know, to, when I put my first poem out, I was so afraid of what people would think about it. Um, or if anyone would like it, because I do, I do get caught up on what people think sometimes. Because I'm human, and I think like that sometimes. Yeah, we have those moments. But yeah, we have those moments. But I guess it's like it's okay to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to be vulnerable, and it's okay to put yourself out there. And if people don't like your shit, then they can just keep moving. Yeah, like no one needs to be on your stuff no. all the time no, well, not for everybody yeah focus on you and um, nobody else's business that's how we do we should do life <laughs> yeah and then i've had some people that you know i've gotten they would say bad things about it and it's it's simply like if it didn't speak to you it wasn't for you mm-hmm. definitely keep moving exactly yeah. keep moving yeah no need to uh, put any more lid in the fire or anything like that i just don't like it moving on <laughs> yeah just Keep moving. Um, but yeah, there there was that. There's that one. Um, and that one, one of my that favorite one, ones. That one I love right. too. Huh? That one. That one's one of my favorite ones as well. Too. That one really, like you said, and not only does those people that went reach out to you, I mean, of course it hit them too. Like not only their in their inner child. I think, like you said, everyone has an inner child, and until they finally get to see that inner child you know they see everything differently but that poem really really spoke out to not not just us but a lot of women like you said um women of color and women who struggled a lot growing up like that who didn't see themselves that way and that's awesome we just so 
dude, you should really look into writing a book about yeah. poems, like publishing your oh. own book of poems. Girl, you know that people are going to be buying your stuff, hearing your things. Things like this really move people, and it's what people really should listen from day to day. I know? actually want to give like a little comment about mm-hmm. uh, that poem specifically. Yeah. Uh, when I first heard this poem, it actually did talk to me because... Um, as a person, my parents were immigrants and they didn't know, like, you know, the education. And so they, they sent me to, um, to the whitest schools ever. So I grew up with people that were, uh, Caucasian and I was different and I was getting treated differently. So when I, um, heard your poem, I was like, dang, I, I wish I heard this when I was, you know, younger it made you think back i would have been like okay i'm fucking poderosa you know yeah which you are which i am now i know i am we all are (laughs) but you were saying that you have um a favorite poem and i kind of want to hear that one as well if you would like to share with us i'd like to share with the world (laughs) well i've 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 already shared it many times i don't mind reciting it now it actually it's the first poem that i wrote in a long time and it's it's Fada La Chicana. Hey, and, yes. um, and that poem that I wrote, um, the premise behind that poem is that there's a historical premise there because uh, Chicano was actually a derogatory term at one point in time in our history. And it would, to call someone Chicano would be like calling them like poor or like low class. Yeah, it was an insult. And, um, yeah, and then it was reclaimed. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually had experienced um, a, a, a girl who identifies herself as Latina basically uh, tell me that if I identify as Chicana is because I'm whitewashed and I'm not Latina. And um, I laughed at that because there's obviously a lot of um, misinformation that this person holds on to but it actually inspired me. I was like, you know what? I want to write something to express how that made me feel because it's not the first time that's been said to me. (laughs) So I wrote Para La Chicana, and Para La Chicana opened so many doors for me. Para La Chicana is why I spoke at that protest. Para La Chicana is why I met incredible people like yourselves. And it, um, it has been shared at multiple... Uh, events and um, it's my favorite because it was the first poem that I wrote to uh, that was so personal to me mm-hmm. it was so deeply personal to me and it was a it's a real uh, it's a real thing of, of vulnerability uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and, and recite that one too and I think I pretty much have that one memorized. I don't think I got to read. Oh, okay. Look at you. Well, of course. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chicana is not a dirty word. I am not small. I can handle my own. I navigate two cultures, one given to me by birth and the other by blood. Chicana is not a dirty word. My brown skin ain't nothing to mess with. It signifies my indigenous roots. It calls honor to my ancestors, to my community, 
mi familia. It breathes strong with history, with legacy. Chicana is not a dirty word. Nosotras somos fuertes. We are resilient. Our beauty is renowned. Chicana is not a dirty word. So now perhaps you all can see, Chicana is not a dirty word. Chicana is me. Yep. I don't know if to clap or to like go like this because that was amazing. <laughs> I love it. Snap, 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 snap. It's the pointing fingers, it's the snaps. It's the snaps. That was wonderful. Wow. I remember that. I remember when you said that um, on one of the protests in Chula Vista, I think. It was Chula Vista, wasn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That one really hit me, too. That was one, I think, not only, I mean, you have a lot of best work of yourself, but one of the best ones that really was like, yes, like the minute that I heard it, I was like, you know what? You're right. We are poderosas. We are higher than that. You know, we are our own higher power, like. And Chicana is not a dirty word. It's okay. not. Like, and then there is still to this day some people spitting on on, on, mm-hmm. on the Chicano culture and, and the words in me really means. And people like you and like us and who keep talking and who keep wanting to make a change are the ones who really are going to like exactly. push that aside and really rejuvenate the word. Um, and then for the new culture, you know, because there's a lot of new people coming up in generations. Yeah. And, they're losing that sense of culture and it's now or never that we have to keep pushing it and keep talking about Chicano culture, about every not, not even just Chicano, all cultures in general, but especially that since it's had such a rough, you know, startup in, 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 its, mm-hmm. in its word, you know. And I think that Chicana or Chicano is just like a perfect name for us just because when you go to Mexico, you're considered American. And when you're here in the United States, like I was telling you in the beginning of our podcast, we're considered as Mexicans. So for me, I always questioned myself, like, what am I? Like, okay, in Mexico, I'm American. In America or United States, I'm Mexican. Where so, you live, yeah. Yeah. So Chicana is just perfect. Okay. So every time my dad tells me um, what what am I, I say, I'm Chicana and I'm proud. And like I always say, mm-hmm. I'm Chicana, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's how I identify myself. I'm Chicana. <laughs> that's really good. I mean, we are, us, us three, yeah. we are all Chicanas, and we are just so grateful to be able to, right now, to continue to talk about it and to be even more prouder and to learn more about ourselves um, exactly. in, the, in our own roots and our culture. So it's just, it's really astonishing right now to really say that we're Chicanas and we're proud more than ever. Exactly. Well, Vanessa, it was yeah. amazing speaking to you and having you as our first guest here in Through My Glasses. I am so happy you were able to come. How did you feel being on a podcast with us? Long time to see. Right? And we'll have to do this again. I'm I'm very I'm very proud of you both for doing this. That and using so this uh, time of yours to create a platform for different people to get on here and mm-hmm. talk about uh, different things that are going on in the world. Um, the love that you show for the culture is beautiful, keep doing what you're doing. Um, and, you know, maybe once this is over, we can have like an actual sit down podcast oh. where we just sit for a long time. <laughs> yes, we do. We can talk about all 
Uh, we can talk for hours. We do. We do. And we that, that that day will definitely come after everything. You know we're going to sit down and have our own yeah. little hangout in our sesh and talk about all things you know, Chicano culture and racism and what the personal problems and inspirational things. Inspirational things because I definitely want to become a person that wants to be inspirational and I want to become a person that like how do you call who's more in touch with yourself yeah who's more in touch with myself and just like I don't know what is it called and um what is it called when you're like (laughs) when you're like hum when you're just meditating meditating and like you know just like you know see this is when you know that Karina really needs more meditation and yoga (laughs) self-awareness all it is is self-awareness self-aware individual yeah. yeah, you already are inspirational. You're young, so as you live life longer and you find more about yourself in life, the more in touch with yourself you will become. That comes with time, but you are already an inspiration. So Thank you. keep that in mind. Thank you. We are very grateful for your kind words and for and for also having the time to be with us, even though you know you're currently under the weather. So we are very grateful to have you, you know, have some time with you um, today on this lovely Friday. And we are hoping to have you back on the show soon, um, hopefully in person, and to continue talking about these important topics and hear more about your, you know, your, your powerful words and yeah, what you have been currently doing as well. Thank you, Vanessa. Yeah. Thank you, Vanessa. You're welcome. We love you. Thank you. We love, love you. you. Have, have love. a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Feel better. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Wow, that was an amazing episode, an amazing guest. An and amazing interview. That was amazing overall. We killed it today, <laughs> man. That was good. I mean, wow. How did you feel after that interview with Vanessa? I was kind of shedding some tears. Um, <laughs> you you really know, were. Los pelos se me de punta, you already know. If you don't know what that means. I got a lot of chills. You got the goosebumps right there. The goosebumps. Wow. That was amazing. You know what? I condemned that feeling too because I felt the same way. I did not cry, but wow, did I have goosebumps. And it just made me feel so in awe within myself. And it actually made me feel in that moment. I was like, yes, I am poderosa. I am Chicana. So I was like, wow, okay. I was really feeling Vanessa today. Um, that was such a wonderful interview. Such first guest, dude. Yeah, we want to get We had our first you. guest. Yeah, we want to say thank you to Vanessa for having her on the show, even though she was feeling sick. Um, but I think we did freaking awesome. We did amazing. You know, so props to ourselves. And I hope you guys good. enjoyed our episode today, episode three. I hope you guys learned something today. Um, and, you know, we did talk about the Chicano culture, so... That was definitely something we really wanted to put out there. All right. And uh, that was our final uh, episode for episode three. And we'll see you at episode four. So this was... Through my... (laughs) (laughs) I just threw my my glasses. glasses. Woo!